Lamed Dalad Amad Beis, nine lines from the bottom at the new Mishnah. A woman who had been widowed, she's entitled to get her ksuba paid. She does not uh, get that uh, money paid to her from the assets, which all of whom, uh, all of the assets belong to the uh, the orphans, the Yisayimim. Ela Bishvua. She has to take a Shvua that she hadn't received anything. She's obviously been uh, living in the estate either while the husband was alive or who knows for many weeks, months, years. Uh, however, at a certain point in Jewish history, the courts started preventing her from taking the Shvua and she would lose the ability to collect her Ksuba. The Yigmar will explain why they did that. So came along Hiskin and we boxed from Gamliel Azakin. Okay, Shvua, no, but she'll take a neder to the assignment, and the assignment will decide whatever they want her to make it, to take a neder. Uh, let's say they know that uh, she really likes ice cream, she makes a neder, that she didn't take anything from her uh, ksuba, and, and all ice cream should be ushered to her forever if she did, and, and that would be enough. Comma. A slightly new point. The witnesses sign on the divorce document because of Tikkun Ha'ilam. Um, probably also a Tikkun of Rabbi Mila Zakein. And uh, finally, Hillel Hiskin Prusbul Mimnei Tikkun Ha'ilam. The great Hillel um, instituted this thing called a Prusbul, which is the giving over of um, uh, loans by people who are owed money to the courts before a Shemitah year comes, so that when the Shemitah year comes and goes and, and releases those loans, they are not viewed as though they were uh, monies owed to an individual person where Shemitah would release them, rather they're owed to the based in which case Shemitah doesn't release them. And that was done. My eerie almana. Now, the first thing in the mission was that an almana, why specifically an almana will have to... Uh, Swear if she's collecting from the Yisayim. Like anybody collecting from Yisayim has to swear uh, because the Yisayim, who knows exactly what was going on, what the deals were with the Yisayim's father, Deha Kaimalan, we have an established halachic rule, Habali from Yisayim. Somebody's coming to get money from assets that belong to Yisayim. Uh, Can do it only with a Shvua. So why specifically are we focusing on the Almana? Well, because there's actually a chiddush within the almana. Almana, it's trichale. You have to tell me the case of almana above all other people who would come to collect from assets that are owned by the yisaimim. Salka daidachamin. I might have thought to say mishum china akilu barabanan. There's this principle that we see a number of times. We want um, women folk to feel positively about men folk. We basically want them to get married. We want to encourage whatever we could do because if the chain, that the chain of men should be in the eyes of women. Now, if women knew that they would uh, have to have this this, this, uh, crazy responsibility just to get what might be rightfully theirs, they maybe wouldn't. And and therefore, maybe you would think that they don't even have to swear at all. They could just collect the ksuba, kamash malan. We don't say that. They're entitled to it, but they would have to swear to get it, at least once upon a time. Maybe now they'd have to take an editor. Nimne umile hashpia. Okay, at, at a certain point in history, the courts were preventing them from taking this uh, shvua. Now, my taima, what's the reason for that? Ilema, I squiggle underline the ilema, and uh, it, it takes, oh, about 13 
lines to develop this point, till last word on the line is ha, about 13 lines later. So why is it that the courts prevented uh, uh, widows from swearing to get their ksuba? Elam, if you want to say, it's mishum de Rav Kahana, something Rav Kahana said, Dam Rav Kahana v'amila amar Rav Yehud amar Rav, it once happened with a particular person, Bishnei Bitsaris in years of famine, Shehifkid Dinarzav Eitzalamana. He uh, deposited, he left in safekeeping a gold dinar, a gold coin, uh, with a widow. Uh, where uh, did she place this gold coin to keep it safe? She placed it into a uh, receptacle of flour, a flour container. However, at a certain point, obviously she forgot it was there, she um, baked it into uh, a loaf of bread one time, and not that she ate it, if she ate it, she would realize the gold coin was there, but uh, she gave it to a poor person who would come knocking at the door. Uh, some time later, the person who had deposited the gold coin with her, the owner of the gold coin, and he said to her, okay, uh, give me back my dinner, give me back my gold coin, please. Amra lay, she said back to him. Uh, now, this is a Lashra Vishwal, Lashra Vishwal, he said down at Durabanan level. Yehena sama maves beechad mi baneha shal oisa isha. Roughly translated as uh, effective should be poison to one of the sons of that woman, referring to herself. If I got any benefit from your dinner, and basically, I, I don't know where it is. So she basically took a Shvua to that effect, a Shvua Durabanan. Amru. The moderator says, or they said, uh, days, many days didn't pass. And actually, one of her sons did die. Now, she took the Shvua, and apparently there was something wrong with what she took the Shvua, and one of the kids died. When the rabbis heard this horrible story, Amru, she basically swore truthfully, uh, and look what happened. Still, that the uh, tremendous power of a shvua, one of her children died. One who swears falsely, all the more so. Now, one second, we have to go back to the story. Why exactly was she punished? Like, what'd she do wrong? My time e ansha. She swore that she um, didn't get any benefit from that coin. Well, she didn't get any benefit from that coin. She swore it wasn't false, it was true. Well, actually, she got a minuscule benefit for the coin. What was that? De'ishtarshi la makam ha-dinner. She saved the insi-winsi of flour that it would have needed <coughs> if that coin had not been in there. There would have been a little bit more of a requirement of flour to bake that loaf, and then she would have been left uh, with a little bit less flour, and by having the coin in there, she's left with a little bit more flour, so she actually did have some minuscule benefit. Okay. Well, if that's the case, then my then how could we uh, uh, refer to this case as Mishanishma Ba'emes, three-word phrase? She, she swore truthfully. It actually wasn't truthfully. She did get a teeny-weeny benefit. Well, what we meant when we said that was true. She got a little teeny-weeny benefit, but she had no idea about that. She was ke Mishanishma Ba'emes. I double underlined the chaf. Uh, it was as though she swore truthfully, because as far as she knew, uh, she was... was totally beyond her control, and uh, because of the great punishment that we see that somebody who swears falsely has coming to them, uh, the uh, courts decided to uh, prevent people from uh, swearing. So, if you want to say the reason, back in the Mishnah, that the courts stopped having people swear was because of that, imishum ha, if it's because of that, and this is another response, I squeal on the word e, 
Mayuri Almana, then why only specifically by a widow, Afilu Grushanami, even a woman who's divorced who's coming to after Ksuba should be the same, comma, connector. But why then, Alama, Amar Abzerim Abshmul, did Abzerim Abshmul say, and here I put a arrow in the margin pointing down, we'll refer back uh, to this point uh, about six lines before the end of the Gemara, Lo Shanu Ela Almana, it's only an Almana who... Um, uh, you would not make have her make a they wouldn't have her make a shvua grusha mashbina but a divorcee they would definitely the courts would make her swear that she didn't get any benefit. Okay, so then uh, how could it be if it was because of the intensity of shvuas they should have nobody take a shvua? Well, here's the reason why almana shiny almana is a little bit different. However, however long she was in uh, the household after their husband passed away. Could be days, weeks, months, years. And she did a lot f- to keep the household going, uh, really for the benefit of the Yasaimim of her husband. It could be her children, could not, not necessarily even her children. That's the type of thing. And she's doing a lot for her deceased husband. She could come to be Moira Heter, to sort of justify that which she's doing, which is a little bit questionable. That's the reason that uh, we we uh, treat her differently. Period. Um, I put a Roman numeral one in the margin. This is going to be uh, what R- uh, Rav Yehuda tells us. That was the Sura approach. And then five lines later, you see first word online is Neharda. I put a Roman numeral two in the margin. So let's see the two lashonos of the following piece. Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar, and I circled of Yirmiyah Baraba. Both Rav and Shmuel, I underline Rav and underline Shmuel, the two of them together agree and say, Da'amri Travayu, Loishanu Elababasin, that which they would not administer the uh, Shvua was only in the official court setting. Aval Chutzlebasin, if it was outside of the Basin, must be an Isai. They would do it outside or outside of the context of a Basin. A, uh, here's the difference. The Shvua that's done in court. That's on a Daraisa level. She's basically like holding on to a holy scroll, let's say for Tyra or Tfilin. And they also use like the ineffable name of the Lord to uh, administer the Shvua. And uh, the punishment, as we saw, is really intense for somebody who violates that. However, if it's done outside of Bastin, it's only done not with a, a full, it's only done uh, with uh, an Auror Lashon. And she's not holding on to anything, and the punishment is not so intense, and, and that's why Chutz the base, and they would be mashbiah her. Any asakmora really question mark comma v'ha rav loy magvik suba le armalasa rav wouldn't collect a, a ksuba from an almana even Chutz the base but why not if you could be mashbiah outside the basin, why not? And that actually would be a kasha. Uh, it's a bit of a difficulty in understanding this. If uh, rav said that they could make her swear outside the basin, then. Why would Rav not collect ksubas for almanas? Connector besura, I squiggle underline besura masnu hachi. The previous four lines were brought to us by the sura approach. One of the sura, the city of sura, one of the great uh, Torah learning centers in Bavel in the time of the Gemara. Kama, however, benaharda'a, I squiggle underline benaharda'a. This is the second lashon of uh, the way the uh, tradition was passed on. Benaharda'a masnu hachi. They teach it like this. Am Rav Yehuda, Yisrael Rav Yehuda, and in this case, Rav Yehuda actually says it was a machlokus between Shmuel and Rav. Am Rav Yehuda, Mar Shmuel, I circled Shmuel. 
The only place that they would not administer a shul, in this case of an almana trying to go to ksuba, would be in the court setting, official court setting of al chutz the basedin. Yes, mashbin, I say they would administer that shua. The rav, who I circled, Amar afil chutz the basedin, nami in mashbin, I saw. Even chutz the basedin, they would not administer the shua. Now, in this second approach, uh, what to what everyone says, it fits very well. Kama Rav Litame, and that would be Rav according to reasoning that we have known him to actually follow. The Rav Rav would not, seemingly under any circumstances, ever collect a Ksuba uh, on behalf of Almana. Okay. Question. Liadra Viligve. Why not Liadra? Like the, I think from the term Neder. Why not make her take a Neder? And then collect like that was even what the mission suggested. Make her take a neder that she won't eat, you know, chocolate ice cream again, never in her life, and she loves chocolate ice cream, and let her collect. Well, the reason why that wasn't done in the days of Rav was Bishnei de Rav in the in the years of Rav Kili Nidri. Unfortunately, the Jewish people were um, treating nedarim very uh, lightly. They basically didn't take it seriously, and that would not have been a good enough incentive to make sure that she was telling the truth. Hahi, I put a diamond around this word hahi. Uh, six lines later, first word line is kofetzis, then the word hahi is another hahi. We have a uh, few cases over here. Hahi de asoi lakame de ravuna. And when ravuna, there was a, a certain case that came before uh, ravuna, and a woman probably went to collect ksuba. Amar law. And Rafuna said to her, like, what can I do for you? I'm, I'm really sorry, but what can I do for you? Because we know de ravle magvik suba la we just learned that a few lines ago, but uh, Rav would not collect subas for almanas. Amrale, so the lady responded by saying the following. Midiu taima. One second. Is it not the reason of Rav, ela dilma nikita midi miksubasi? Maybe I would have, you never know, taken some of my ksuba already, and I'm, I'm not letting anyone know. Well, she continues, Chay Hashem by the life of the living Lord, which is basically Lashon of Eshvua, imna nesmi ksubasi klum, if I get any benefit from my ksuba at all. Huh. What do you do with this now? Amar Avuna, Rav, Rav would agree, bekoifetzis, when she kind of jumps on in, uh, like a very spontaneous woman who just goes ahead and makes this fool that actually she would be able to collect. Just don't let anyone know about it. Hahi, there was a, another case of a woman Dasai that came in the presence, uh, probably to collect a ksuba of Rabba Baravuna. Amar Law, he said to her, Mai Avidlich, like, what can I, I sorry lady, what can I do for you? De Rav, underline Rav's name, Loi Magvik Subalar Malasa. Rav doesn't collect subas for Almanas. Kaba. Now, this was Rabba Baravuna. I assume when Rabba Baravuna is referring to Abba Murray or Abba Mari, my father, my master, or dad, my master, he's probably referring to Ravuna, Lo Magvik Subalar Malasa also wouldn't collect. Amra lay. So now she says back to the rabbi, well, okay, rabbi, well, I got to live on something. Havli Mizaini. Let me take um, Mizainus rights. Um, let, you know, I don't know, $100 in my bank account every week so I can uh, buy some food. Amarla says back, Rabbi Baravuna, Mizaini Nami Leislich. Well, you're also not entitled to Mizainus. Um, da Amar Rav Yehud Amar Shmuel, and here I underline Shmuel's name, uh, he had said, Hatoivas Ksubasa Babastin Eila Mizainus, a woman who comes to request payment of her Ksuba in, in the court, from that moment on loses any Mizonos rights. Okay, 
basically, why would she be asking for her ksuba? She must want to remarry. Oh, and once she wants to remarry, uh, then she's not entitled to Mizonas from the previous husband's estate. The issue here is that the first thing that Rabba Barav Huna quoted to this woman was in the name of Rav, and the second thing was in the name of Shmuel. Amra Lay, so she, this woman, quite a uh, uh, strong-willed woman, says back to uh, the rabbi, literally like, uh, turn around his chair, flip over his chair. It's, uh, I don't know, a lushan of a, really a lushan of a klala almost. Because um, he was picking and choosing, as far as she felt, uh, like two different opinions. First opinion that he quoted was that of Rav, second opinion was that of Shmuel, and uh, she was very upset. Now, th- we don't take the curse of even a uh, an insignificant person lightly, and therefore, they kind of like took his chair and flipped it over, um, which uh, I guess had the uh, klala uh, fall on that. Um, she really wanted him to like, I don't know, to die, to be fired, and so that was enough. Even with that, lo ifarik mi chulsha. He wasn't spared, I assume this is Rabbi Baravuna, from a certain period of uh, weakness which befell him. Period. Amrali Rav Yehuda, I served Rav Yehuda, he said to Rav Yirmiya Bira'a, Adra Bebeistin or Ashba'a Chutz Lebeistin. Um, you can make her take a neder and whatever it is to uh, make sure she's telling the truth if she wants to collect her ksuba, or eshba'achus the basin, or make her take a shvua, but outside of the basin uh, setting, and that would be uh, like Shmuel. And lacy kalavalepul be'udni, now he himself couldn't do it, but he told the other person to do it because he wants to hear the people talking about it, literally, and 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 let the rumors start to circulate that this is what happened, and and let it fall into my ear. I very much want uh, this to actually be done, uh, like Shmuel, who was not true. Rav Yudas Rebbe was Rav, but who was also Shmuel. Because the Talmidim of Rav, uh, we saw the last uh, 15 lines or so, Rav Huna, uh, would collect the ksuba, and, and basically Rav Yehuda wanted to make sure that the, the women would be able to have the ability to collect the ksuba based on what Shmuel had said. Period. Gufa. Put a parallelogram on the Gufa. We have a arrow pointing up here. We had uh, one mm, about 15 lines from the top of the page. We quote that Grusha comes to court to collect her ksuba. We will uh, administer a shvua to her. If she takes the shvua, she collects her what's owed her in the ksuba. Um, asks the Gemara, and this question really takes uh, till about the second line of Ahmed Bey's and starts here. Ugrusha de Adra, Grusha. It wouldn't be enough just to have her take a neder. I mean, the shula is super heavy. Neder is also heavy, but not as intense. So, uh, ugrusha, de'adra, to just have her take a neder. Let's say that she loves ice cream. She makes a neder. She'll never ice cream again in her life if she had received anything from Ruxuba. That wouldn't be enough. Question mark, comma, vaha, shalchumitam, I underline the shalchumitam. They sent from over there. Whenever this is Talmud, broadly speaking, shalchumitam is they sent from Eretz Yisrael. The following message, ech planisa bas plani, this particular woman, I underline these two words, Kebilas Gita. She received her get, Min Yoda, from the hands of Acha 
Bar Hidia, uh, that was her husband, uh, De Miscari, is also known as Aya Murray, comma, Venadris, an underline Nadris, and after receiving her get, she took a neder, Vaasris Peris Elam. She took a nether that all fruit should be ushered to her forever. That she had not received anything from her ksuba except Ella Glufkara Echad, one coat, the Sefer Tilim Echad, and one Sefer Tilim, the Sefer Eov, and a Sefer Eov, and one worn out Sefer Mishle. And they assess the value. This is the message continuing. Ushamnum Bechamisha Mana. And we assess the value of those things that she had taken at, at five mana. And uh, when she comes to Yal in that other city where the husband's assets were, please uh, have uh, collected on her behalf the rest of the money that owed to her in the Ksuba. Now, what do we see? We see apparently this was a Grusha. And we see that she received her get, and we see that the uh, rabbinical authorities made her take a neder, not a shua, but a neder. So then why not hear a neder? Amravashi, you can't bring any sort of precedent from that case. You know why? That wasn't a regular get from a uh, marriage, rather, who get yivmin have. It was a get yivmin. Um, that's when a, a man dies childless and his. Uh, widow falls to his surviving brothers to do either uh, Yibum or Chalitza. What's a get Yivmin? Says Rashi, get Yivmin have Yivama Hayezeshenasana. It was one of the surviving brothers that gave it to her this get. Why would he give her a get? Lepaisalachin to make her uh, uh, forbidden to any of the other surviving brothers. And she was coming to collect what was owed to her from the assets of her original deceased husband, that she was widowed from. That was the Takana that he made, Amar of Huna, circled of Huna, and six lines later, first words on the line are Es Haneder, then there's Rav Nachman, I circled Rav Nachman. We're going to have a little Machlokas here between the two of them. Amar of Huna, Loi Shanu Ela Bishaloinises. That which uh, Rabbi Gamliel said, oh, we got a solution here, just have her take a netter that she'll never eat ice cream again, and then we'll let her accept her ksuba based on that. Um, that's only if she hadn't gotten remarried. says if she got remarried to another guy already, we would not be able to use this uh, to administer a neder. Nises, well, she got married. My time alone, what's the reason that we would not be able to uh, have her take a neder to whatever uh, effect uh, to have her be able to collect a Money owed to her. Well, the made for the because since she's remarried, her new husband is able to make for any nether that she took. That's one of the things that a husband has a right to do for his wife. So she'll simply take a nether that she'll never eat ice cream again. Then she'll get her uh, ksuba pim, which really she wasn't entitled to because she had already gotten either part or all of it. And when she goes home that night, she'll uh, ask her husband to be made for the nether, and that'll work that way. Well, if that's the case, Kiloi Nisais, Nami, if she's not yet remarried, wouldn't she be able to, I don't know, six months down the road when she gets married, have her uh, her husband at that point made for the neder she took six months earlier? Um, I'll read the question again. Kiloini says, Nami, lechi minseva, once she does get married, made for Labal. Can't her husband be made for it then? Um, actually, he can't because ain't Habal made for Bekoidmin. The husband, a husband never has the right to be made for nederm that she took before they were a couple. Okay, so that wouldn't be a concern. Well, how about this? 
I mean, there's going to the husband, if a woman has a husband. What about going to the rabbi? And uh, being Sherlin Eder, initial to Ma'azla Gabe Chacham, go to the rabbi, Vesharila. And she'll uh, uh, have her Neder taken away. She said, Listen, I took a Neder rabbi, they're not going to eat ice cream, but I love ice cream, and, and he'll permit it. Well, the reason why that won't work was Kesavar, Rafunas of the opinion, Sarach Lafarit es Haneder, for a rabbi to effectively um, be. Uh, able to get rid of a neder, he, the person who's asking has to specify all the important information surrounding why the neder was taken, and if she lets the rabbi know uh, all of that, then he simply won't get rid of the neder. That's all Rav Hun. Rav Nachman, we circled Omar, afilu nises. Um, that taking a neder will be good even... Um, if she's already remarried, she can take a neder that she won't eat chocolate ice cream uh, and collect the ksuba payments that are owed to her if she claims she still owed all of them. Says the Gemara Nises, well, one second, if she's already remarried, vadai may for labal, won't the husband for sure be made for that neder? Well, normally he could, however, the type of neder we administer to her is the more intense type to madirin la be rabim. We basically make her take this neder in the presence of ten uh, people and uh, this approach is of the opinion that a neder that was taken in the presence of ten people, there's no such thing as the husband being made for it. He can't. He can only be made regular neder, not those. Basically, we have a Tanaic source. Now we have these two opinions, Rav Huna and Rav Nachman. Here's the Tanaic source, which seems to be difficult for at least one of them. Tanaic source goes five words. We box it off. Nises goivak subasa im nadra. Okay, this is a woman who's getting remarried. Seems she got remarried. And after that, she can collect her ksuba im nadra if she uh, took a neder. Now, what does that mean, im nadra, comma, connector? My love, sounds like if you just go in order of the way things are listed in this little brisa, that nadra, I put that word in right angles, equals hashta, that she takes a neder. Now, on something that happened earlier. Uh, no, no, that's not what's going on. Lo, denadra meikara. The, the neder that was taken was before she got remarried. That's when she can collect even after she gets married. Okay, well, what about this brysa, though? Vahatanya, we have a four-word brysa that really seems clearly to be um, not like that. Niseis, she got remarried. No deris, she takes the neder. Vigovak subasa, which very much sounds like uh, she's taking the neder afterwards. Answers the Gemara that indeed it is a Tanoi here. It's a Machokas Tanoim. And there's two opinions. Deika, I squiggle underline this word Deika. And then two lines later, first word on line is Hafara. Next word is Ika, I squiggle underline that. Deika Lamandamar, Neder Shuhuta Barabim Yesha Hafara. There is two approaches. One of them holds that in Neder Shuhuta Barabim, actually, a husband would be able to be made for it. That would be the opinion that would say that it would not be effective for her to take the Neder uh, after she's remarried to a different guy. The Ikalamanda Amar. I squiggle underline this word, Ika. There's another opinion that says no. Anytime a neder is taken in the presence of 10 people, there's no hafara. Period. Ibailahu. We have a general question here. When a person goes to the rabbi to discuss a neder they took that they want to get rid of, and uh, they tell the rabbi what happened. Sarach lafarid at a neder? Oh, ain't no sarach. Does the person who's asking the rabbi to uh, be matter the neder? have to specify all of the information about it or not? Well, there's actually machlokas between Rav Nachman and Rav Papa. Rav Nachman Amar Einot Tzarech, Rav Papa Amar Tzarech, colon. Rav Nachman, who we now circled Amar, Einot Tzarech, the person coming to ask 
does not uh, specify all the information about the neder. Why? If you were to say that a person has to always, when they go to the rabbi, say all the surrounding information regarding the neder, well, that could lead to a problem because we're dealing with the hamonam, with the population at large. Zimnin, at times, could, uh, whether it's purposeful or accidentally, but either way, it could leave out some of the details. And the chacham, when he's matir, a person's neder, he was only mefer that which he had heard about, but that which he didn't hear about, he wasn't mefer, and that could lead to problems, and therefore, better just come in and say, forget any of the uh, 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 other information, what's the neder, and then the rabbi will be matri. That's Rav Nachman's approach. Rav Papa, who we circled, Amar, oh no, it's Sarf, the person has to specify what the surrounding uh, issues regarding why he took the neder were. Why? Mishu Milsa de Isura. Because it could be that the reason he took the neder was uh, something that's us, or like uh, the Ksuba, which we're dealing with, or a guy who has a particular taiva for this, that, or the other thing, and he says, you know, all uh, fruit should be also to me if I do that, uh, if I do that Avera. And if the surrounding pertinent information is not uh, discussed with the rabbi, then uh, that could be a big problem. The rabbi could basically give the guy a, uh, a way out to do the things that are us, sir. Tzman, we have a Mishnah which would maybe shed some light on this machlokas uh, between Nachman and Papa. The Tanaic source that we we'll quote now goes for um, a line. You have different uh, women and uh, men, and sometimes there's a certain man, let's say a Kohen, who would be uh, forbidden to marry a particular woman, let's say a halachic zaina, and uh, you have this Kohen who married a woman Bavera. Uh, during the time of the base of Migdash, he is invalid from doing a voda in the base of Migdash, which is a terrible blow to uh, anyone who knows him and his ego. Puzzle, he's puzzled to do a voda in the base of Migdash, until he makes a neder that he won't get any hana from her, and he's going to divorce her. Uh, that's the end of the Mishnah. Connector, Vitaniela, we have a little Bryce taught regarding this case, four words, Noider, Veoyved, Yoyred, Umegaresh. That's the end of the four words. He takes a neder, does yavoda, goes down like off the mizbeach, wherever he was, and then he takes care of the divorce. Now, comma connector v'yamers, if you're going to say, that he can go to some rabbi somewhere and doesn't have to specify the neder, then shouldn't we be concerned in this case? He'll do the avoda, and then he'll go to the rabbi, and he'll tell the rabbi, oh, I made a neder that wasn't going to get any enough from my wife. He doesn't say the surrounding uh, circumstances of that. But surely, and then the rabbi will uh, permit him to go back to his wife, and that would sort of uh, um, be a problem for the solution that we had. So we answer, like we had answered in the middle of the previous Samu, no, we make him take this neder, the more serious type of neder in the presence of ten people. Well, now we see this actually, maybe those who don't say that's such a strong neder. Neder neder, taken in the presence of ten people, ain't loy hafar, doesn't have hafar, but there is another approach. Ella, is squiggling around the Ella, lamanda amar. Yeish loy hafar, even a neder taken in the presence of ten people, can be mayford. Michael Amemar, then we're back to the same question. What would we say over here? Well, there's actually an even higher level of neder that can be administered to Madirinla, Aldas Rabin. Now, Aldas Rabin, the way Rashi explains it, is they say to uh, this person, Behold, we are making you uh, take a neder on 
based on the quartz das, and that's like the universal quartz das, and that um, damar amemar, I am not amemar's name, hilchasa. Afilu, even according to the Mandamru, says that a neder shehuda barabim yeshafara. But if the neder was al das rabim, ein loyhafara, there is never the ability to be made for that neder, except for the following exception, kama vahani mili that there's never a hafara for a neder al das rabim is a davar If the issue is simply. Uh, someone's decision to do this or that or the other thing. But if the issue that why you would want to um, undo, take away a neder, al-da'as uh, rabim, if it's a mitzvah-related issue of al-da'as mitzvah, yesh hafara. Like the following very interesting uh, story with which we will conclude. Kiahu mikri dardiki. There was a particular cheder uh, a teacher of uh, mikri dardiki, is literally those who teach uh, little children how to read, probably chomish, um, who seemed to get, uh, for whatever reason, a little bit too rough with the kids, a little bit too maybe even violent with the kids. We don't really do this these days. Things have changed. But uh, Adre Rav Acha, and I underline Aldas Rabim, and Rav Acha was Adrem that he should not be allowed to teach children anymore. Uh, why? To have a Pasha Bianuki. He basically would uh, hit them too much, too intensely. Um, however, Ahadre Ravina, Ravina, reinstated him as the local Cheder uh, Rebbe. Maybe he learned his lesson. He wouldn't do that anymore. The main reason Ravina did that was because there was no one else who could do it as effectively or efficiently and probably even as lovingly as him. Deloy Ashtachach, he couldn't find Didiek Kavase, who was able to be as precise as this particular Rebbe. And maybe they sent him to therapy and maybe they told him you can't hit kids anymore. But bottom line, he reinstated him, uh, Ravina reinstated him, even though Ravacha had administered a Nedir al-Das Rabim. Adkan.